GM, GM, Daily Dosers. How is everybody doing? So nice to see you. Ooh, Christine Liu, you have a, you do change your PFP to a cute little moonbird. Hello. Uh, Leslie, nice to see you. YVR Trader, what's up, Axu? Let's get the voice of DeFi up here so we can get some tunes going. Uh, Laura, hello. Uh, to the moon. Thanks for topping by. Hello, the voice of DeFi. Well, good morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you are doing well, Ryan. I am. I'm doing. How's Texas today? Texas is fantastic. It's definitely fall weather, but uh, ready for the weekend. Ready to get into a fall weather weekend. Love it. Nice. I love how I talk to people almost every day, and I have no idea what you look like. <laughs> it's soon, it's, soon. Maybe Miami. Maybe Miami. Uh, all right. Cool. Cool. It's the, this funny world we live in. I, I love it. All right. Well, do you mind playing us some tunes for a minute to get this party started? Will do. Let's do a little funk today. Great. Thank you. Amazing. That was fun. Thanks, the voice of DeFi. I appreciate it. That was great. Hello, Mac and Clemente. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, on the move this morning, but all good. On the move. Ooh. Are you riding a bike right now? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm hopping in my car. I got a doctor's appointment. <laughs> okay, got it. Love it. I just uh, came back from my amazing chiropractor appointment, and um, I'm super old. I'm, you know, I, I don't look it, but I'm, I'm 98. And, uh, <laughs> I have to get my, my back adjusted. Oh my God, y'all being 45. Um, yeah, it turns out, you know, sitting at computers for my whole life was not good for me. So, uh, Clemente, how's it going? Good, good. Happy Friday. I, uh, I actually used to, I I've had back problems as well. Maybe I'm, I'm too young to be oh. having them, but, um, what ha helped me, I, I used to do chiropractor and like this heated acupuncture and you Ooh. do that like twice a week, it, it felt phenomenal. Like my back the inflammation went away and then started doing like wow. ice ice baths and cold showers. Like you do like three or four of those things and you it's kind of crazy how fast like you, you actually start Damn. feeling better and the inflammation goes away. But anyways. Okay. Uh, well, everybody, uh, so the Daily Dose today, we're going to talk about chiropractors and back problems. Surprise. <laughs> the, the new venture is uh, chiropractors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm setting up a physical therapy uh, office and uh, you're all welcome to come by. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, it's so fun to see everybody here. It, it's funny because I was, man, I was feeling tired, like didn't sleep well, kept my phone on way too late and was dragging. And like the second 
we turn on this space and you all show up, it's like my energy just goes to the roof. And I, I just am so happy to be here with all of you. I love it. It's the best part of my day. Um, well, let's get this party started. Got a lot, a lot of fun stuff to do today um, and interesting things to chat about. We've got a POAP, of course. I uh, can't wait to give out. So let me scroll down and say hi to some friends first. Um, really good to see so many people. Uh, Josh Bobrowski. Good to see you, uh, Aiken. As always, nice to see you, Leslie. How's it going? I'm going to scroll to the middle here and say hi to some people. Uh, Bud is to lower. No, that's not right. Bud, it's no, it, Bud, it stole your. I got it. Thanks for coming by. RKD Pete, always good to see you. Um, Torg, hello. Uh, Josh Wags, good to see you. Um, Final Ryan, hello. Uh, Ether C, nice to see you. Um, who else is, uh, we got Sorbit box. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. I'm gonna scroll even further. Wow. We got a lot of people today. Yesterday was, was bonkers. Y'all we had 3000 people show up that blew my mind. Um, and I appreciate everybody being here. Sophia. Good to see you. Enigma, Sunny. All right. So just want to thank everybody for being here. I, I appreciate every single one of you spending your valuable time with us. Um, so Mac has already done it. If you could all retweet uh, the pin tweet, let's get some more friends in here. Let's spread the love. Uh, let's uh, give out the daily dose to more people. Appreciate you doing that. Um, we're doing a po app today. Uh, Mac is going to kindly post uh, pin another tweet that kind of explains like why are we doing po apps? What's it about? Uh, the short answer is we're launching something big uh, next year, and I want my community to win. So the best way to win is to collect that PO app and, and, and we will take care of you. Uh, so be a part of the community and then you'll win. Um, today, uh, the PO app art is by King Tut, uh, King Tut underscore ETH. We're doing, it's like, it's, it's a photographic PO app today, kind of new, kind of different. Uh, so I want to thank them. They're a regular listener to the show. So I appreciate them being around. Um, King Tut, if you're around, please request a, a stage. We can get you up here. All right. Uh, and the last little note, little little public service announcement is smash that purple comment button, y'all. Um, this is the way that Mac and Clemente and the other speakers and I can can hear from you. Um, it's also a really good way uh, that you all can meet each other and see who's here and chit chat and hopefully follow each other. Um, my goal is that that you all build relationships with each other um, as we go. So smash that purple comment button, say hello, uh, get involved, and uh, I'll be reading out some of those. Uh, for instance, GG says GMGM. Good to see you. Uh, Ulas.psd says GMGM. Um, what else is happening here? A lot of GM. Cyber Squeeze GM. Uh, this is great. Oh, we've got uh, Ooh Pops Val is just vibing with the the drip and funk. Great little great little gif you got there. So smash that comment button. All right, let's get started with our market daily report from Mintify. Um, as you all know. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Minta, Mintify app. I've been using it for a long time. Uh, we do a lot of analysis here at, at 121G.fund, my NFT fund. Um, we look at a lot of data, and Mintify uh, was a tool that I, I was loving and using. And, and Evan and I, the founder, started talking. He said, hey, we should, we should support the show and read a market daily report because that data is important, and it's data everybody should know anyway. So they sponsor the show, and, and, that, uh, and then they read us the new... Uh, the Mintify market report. So I presume that's uh, Jake over there. Welcome. It is. Thank you. And good morning. How's it going? Good. Good morning. Take it away. All right. Great. Let's get into it. 
So the total 24-hour market volume, 14.3 mil highest sale. CryptoPunk, as usual, that either usually that or Basie, 8191 for 284 ETH. Top three collections based on volume. KPR has been going pretty crazy the past few days. Just over 3K ETH traded at a 0.635 ETH floor price. Art Gobblers losing some volume on that dip, uh, presumably from the flippers. 3K ETH traded for a price of 9 ETH. And Basie, just under 800 ETH traded at a 69.5 ETH floor price. Top gainers, Gimme getting just under 200% up. And Hajung Wu X Supernormal getting 120% up. Got some noteworthy market updates. You can now mint your utes with your tubes. So uh, if you have one, get on that. Uh, if you want that, uh, that is, <laughs> and you got <laughs> no, not an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, no, not not an endorsement. Some people want to, uh, you know, uh, hold the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys announced plans to quote turn on Mebits, hinting at a roadmap. There's uh, some news right there with that. And you know, crypto's up pretty good today. Ethset just about what sixteen sixty, like eight and a half percent up today. So that's pretty nice to see. Um, that's all, and thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks, Mintify. Thanks, Jake. Um, I really appreciate uh, uh, Mintify sponsoring the show. Um, it allows us to build out the show and, and make things even better for you all. So appreciate that so much. Um, and guess what? Uh, we've got a little giveaway today, which is kind of fun. I think it's really fun. Um, so Evan, the founder, uh, DM me and said, hey, how about a couple allow lists for our new PFP, which is a free mint, uh, to folks in the Daily Dose? And I was like, hell yeah. Uh, I'm... I would love that. So we're going to do a quick giveaway uh, today and we're going to announce the winners at the end of the show. So you got to do this during the show. You got to be here when we announce and we'll bring you up on stage. So here's how you do it. Um, you retweet uh, the pin tweet uh, that Mech will throw up there in a minute. It's it's the tweet from Intify about the PFP project. Um, so retweet that um, and then we'll pick one winner. Uh, sorry, two winners at the end of the show, and you will get an allow list uh, to that PFP, which is launching in December and is a free mint. So um, excited about that. Thought it'd be kind of fun to give that to you all. So thanks to Minify for for uh, doing that. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Po app. So as you all know, you, you have been bearing with us as we've been exploring. We've been uh, trying new things um, with the Po app. And so uh, we used to do a secret clue that you had to get, but the problem is um, some of you lovely people wanted it so bad that it, it was uh, being farmed out to discords and, and Twitter uh, DMs, uh, which isn't in the spirit of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to you know reward the community that's really here. Um, so uh, discovered rev.gg and, and they have this amazing system and I'm not being paid to say that. We're, we're not even paying for it right now. They're just building it for us where we take a little secret silent roll count and uh at some point in the show we're going to snapshot the room and who's here and everybody who gets snapshotted at the end of the show will share a mint link and you can mint the po app so it, it yesterday um uh, austin from rev did a ton of updates deployed more servers added new code um, so i'm confident we'll have uh, less problems today so so bear with us y'all we're, we're getting close um so that is po app stuff all right um let's keep going the next section I'm, I'm really excited about um so as you all know well, maybe don't know but maybe you know i've been using lucky trader uh, for a long time and uh 
It is the only app, literally the only app on my phone that I have notifications on for. I think it's the best news source uh, in Web3 because you get absolutely cutting edge news specifically related to Web3. Um, so uh, Restivo, the founder and CEO said, hey, we would love to sponsor the show once a week and uh, read out the news on Fridays. And I was like, awesome. So they are our official news app of Daily Dose. Make sure to download that app, install it. I think you're going to love the notifications. Um, so let's give it over to Lucky Trader to read the news for the day. Ryan, thank you. And welcome to today's NFT Morning Minute. <laughs> the top market story today, gobblers and goo. Prices are falling fast as liquidity dries up. The gobblers are down nearly 50% and goo is below $200. Blur beats OpenSea in trading volume for the third straight day on the back of this gobbler volume, though royalty data is now out and 83% of Blur users are skating royalties. Yuga Labs has turned on the Mebits and also are hinting at a nine-stage activation roadmap. They're also including fun techno music from the Warp Sound team. Art Blocks, momentum, and sentiment is as high as ever as the friendship bracelets launched from Alexis Andre and Snowfro, over 11,000 have already been minted, holding a 0.05 ETH floor, and Squiggles reaching a new all-time high at 17 ETH. The Knights of DGEN acquiring League Dow in a big Web3 fantasy sports move, furthering the Knights' goal of being the premier Web3 sports community. Super Rare announcing the Rare Pass Genesis which is providing access to 24 of the absolute top artists in the space, including X-Copy, Drifter, Killer Acid, Matt Kane, and other rising stars like Alien Queen, OSF, T-Joe, and more. And then Instagram revealing their first 12 artists helping with the NFT integration, also including Drift and a few other leading artists. And on that Instagram news, Polygon up 22%, sitting at $1.15. That's our Morning Minute. Ryan, back to you. Love it. Thanks, Lucky Trader and the crew. Appreciate you uh, so much. Um, lots of good news to discuss there. Um, so I would love it. Uh, we're going to do something a little different today where uh, the speakers on stage, you can actually pick from the selection of news uh, and comment on any one of the items. You can see the uh, uh, tweet pinned above. Uh, we can talk about uh, art gobblers going down, Yuga Labs turning on MeBits, art blocks and the friendship Blaze bracelet, Knights of DGen. Uh, acquiring League Dow, Blur becoming the number one marketplace, which blows my mind. Uh, Super Rare launching Rare Pass and Instagram uh, launching NFTs. Um, I'm just going to go. I think I saw Gene's hand first. Over to you. Welcome. Hey, uh, welcome. Um, or, well, it's your show. But well, you. I appreciate um, that. Thank you. Um, two, two quick comments. Um, one, you know, our gobbler is just a reminder that, you know, all these things where there's a, some sort of Ponzi-nomic scheme. And I'm not 100% sure how the goo and the gobbler is like how they all interact. But anything where there's some sort of Ponzi-nomic scheme where it's like you're getting, you know, you're getting some return, but, you know, some hyperinflated return for something. And, you're, you know, like a game theoretic gaming scheme, it, it, they tend to go down pretty fast. But like once the chairs, it's like musical chairs, right? Yeah. Stops and there's you're, no chair you're, left. You know. And then the other thing, I think, you know, this ETH price action, like I, I got into a, a tiff in the Nifty portal because mm. I'm just very, like, I believe, hey, someday ETH will be worth, you know, seven, eight thousand bucks. Yeah. I don't understand how that doesn't happen. I, I feel the so, same way. 
Exactly, but I think there are these traders who are just like, you know, you meet these people who like they've got like a million lines on a chart and they're like, oh, well, it's going to bounce off this support. It's like, <laughs> why are you trading this thing? Like, I'm sure some people are good at it. Don't get me wrong, but there are people, and, and every now and then after something just, you know, after, after one of their lines pans, I was like, yeah, I told you it was so obvious it was going to bounce right here off this support. <laughs> and it's like, okay, if you, if you knew that, why, why don't you go on? Why aren't you a billionaire? Yeah, I don't understand like the people who kind of sit here and trade this asset like be patient it'll you know accumulate it um, gene, and, gene and that's because that's because you know we're just kind of rational boring people that's that's the problem <laughs> you need to be less rational and yeah, less that, boring. that's my rant that's my yeah. that's my uh my rant <laughs> i appreciate that thanks for that rant uh, we need more rants on the show y'all all right let's go to mech oh perfect timing here's my rant. <laughs> hey oh let's go uh i want to talk about 80 percent of uh the royalties being skated i want to talk about that because yes what the hell it's so bonkers yeah i i mean i won't say i'm shocked i i did expect that most people wouldn't pay it i i thought the incentivization would be helpful i think the token not being available or like not really seeing the full scope of how that benefits people is 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 a thing so perhaps in the future if they last (laughs) uh you know like that that'll be an incentive where people can say, Oh, this is converting to more, you know, money. Um, but no. yeah, this is just the space that we're in and I'm I'm not bullish on this being sustainable. So I hate it. I know. Yeah, I hate it. I like that. We need more I hate it's uh from this. Well, you know, but let's let's be thoughtful with those I hate it's. Um and uh let's do our research, okay? Um so I just want to call out some fun comments I'm seeing uh from IXZO. Uh, they have a cute little 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 stick person that says bullish on everyone here, and you know what? I agree with that. Um, uh, Toga Trash uh, has a cute little gif that says everybody gets a Poe app, and it's um, uh, that's fun. So I, I love all of these comments, y'all. They're great, make me smile. Okay, um, Mac is driving, um, so uh, I, I got an eye. So Mackie's Mackie's next, and the voice and Barney. Okay, cool. Mackie, welcome back, my uh, weird twin brother. How are you driving and keeping track of us? <laughs> I, I, look, I look down at the lights. I'm in New York. Uh, okay, morning, good. Good, good, good. Mac, please don't die. Like, seriously, don't die. Wait, yeah, we, we like you. you as a co-host. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Mackie, welcome. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Uh, I want to talk about Polygon price action because I am yeah. extremely underexposed. But I'm also wondering... If the price goes up too high, are we going to have the same situation where, with Ethereum gas that happened a few years ago, where it became too costly, and then there's going to be a layer three version of Polygon? <laughs> like, are we just chasing this <laughs> snowball down the hill? <laughs> that would be ironic and disappointing. Um, actually, you know, I have a computer science degree, but wow, it's been a long time since I coded. So I, I understand some of the technicalities behind uh, polygon and how it scales, but I assume that that's not possible. I would love some super smart dev to hop on stage and, and teach us that. So, um, if that's you at request to come up on stage and, and teach us why polygons not going to fall over, um, which I, I don't think it is. Um, again, my memory, my goldfish memory is gone. No clue. Who's next. <laughs> the voice, the voice of Deepak. Oh, cool. Hey, the voice. Hey, everybody. Uh, Matt kind of took where I was going with it, but I I still want to talk more about it. And that's the Blur Beats Open Seas trading volume for the second day in a row. However, the 83% are skating royalties. Here's my thought. Whenever Blur first came out, I thought, great, we're incentivizing the, the space to be able to pay for royalties. And most of Twitter, at least from my timeline, and I understand everybody's is unique, but most of Twitter was like, 
hell yeah, we need to pay those royalties. We need to make sure the artists get what they're supposed to get. So I was thinking that as we saw, you know, as we saw the time go on, that Blur would be a really good model to not only, you know, encourage, but actually incentivize us paying royalties to artists. But here I get this data here that uh, that Mintify or that uh, Lucky Trader is reading and uh, it's saying that 83 percent, you're telling me only 17 out of 100 oh. people are paying royalties. So disappointing. It is. And it also makes me wonder if Blur, if their if their model is going to work, because I thought it would. Uh, but now I'm reading that even though it is in volume working, but it's not incentivizing people in the way that I think we thought it would, or at Amen. least it would. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I'm going to log my vote as disappointed here as well. Um, you know, it's so interesting to watch human behavior. Um, that's what I think. I, that's one of the things I love the most about the NFT space is no matter what we say, um, it's what we want to do as humans that's going to drive uh, the market. And and it, it basically people are in in private, you know, choosing not to pay royalties because no one can see them do that um, as it happens and you know as humans uh you know we are we've evolved to be selfish right and uh and i think it's kind of interesting to see that play out please y'all I, I mean let's I, I i'm gonna vote with uh my wallet i'm gonna continue to pay royalties like i think they're really important so um thanks for for bringing that that the voice i appreciate yeah. it i feel like it was a do as i say not as i do sort of a situation yeah exactly uh, we wanna, need to, oh go, go ahead. ahead go, go ahead I just wanted to shout out somebody in the audience. I see Scotty Pippen in the audience. And wow. <gasps> oh my God. Like the, the real Scotty Pippen? The real Scotty Pippen is. Oh in my God. Here. What? Oh. Scotty, please come up on stage. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. So holy shit. I, I mean, I, I, I've watched the Bulls. Like, I mean, okay. So you've heard me say I don't care about sports sure. uh, on other shows and I troll people for talking about sports, but like I'm attached to the Bulls uh, during that time period. Like I'm literally wearing Jordans right now. So Scotty, um, if you want to come up, I think I'll just lose my mind. But you have Jordan's wine. Oh, Ed, do you not even know me? <laughs> well, get out of here. Get Ed, off stage. Ed, Ed has no idea. <laughs> I no, like that's so dope. Okay, I'm just I'm just trying to find the time to get my Jordan. So it's like everyone has Jordans but me. Okay, well, you know, we can sort that out. Um, we'll figure that out. So. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I love threes. Like the threes are my jam. I used to have like five pairs of them and I was like, this is, this is, I have a problem. So I actually sold some of them. So <laughs> okay, what, oh yeah, we're talking about this cause Scotty's here. I, I just sending out vibes to Scotty Pippen and saying, you brought so much joy to my childhood. So thank you. Um, and I don't, and, and the bulls wouldn't have been who they were without you. So just putting that out there. All right. Back to NFTs. <laughs> that was so, that was so exciting. I, I agree. I got my ones on always. Uh, oh, we're going to go to Barney and then we're going to Drew. Cool. Hey, Barney. Welcome. Afternoon, uh, Ryan and Mick from the UK, man. Ooh, I was going to say Mick, Mick's a woman, so she can multitask. She can drive and host. She's uh, <laughs> so true. She's, she's blessed. And Ryan, I've seen your Jordans. Um, when you were in Web3 in uh, Las Vegas, uh, I was uh, giving you props. I think they look great. I'm also a massive Jordan head, so big you up. Um, Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I reckon if Scotty comes up, it's going to be epic, especially it'll finish the week off well. So Scotty, you know where the, the request stage button is. We want to see you. And we want to know what's in your bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think for me, two things. Goblin, uh, Gobbler and... Uh, 
royalties for me. I think for art gobblers, it's just so interesting how small our ecosystem is. I, I, I haven't any bags in this. I don't know a lot. I've, I've been out of the ecosystem for about a week. I've had stuff on. But it's just so interesting. Like, it, it had so much notoriety going into it for the people who knew about it. But when you execute something, it only takes one domino, like a little bit of bad news in such a small ecosystem, and it, it can all come tumbling down. And I really do believe that um, that's what we're seeing now with this floor price. Without going into the intricacies, I've yep. obviously been in spaces and that. And I think it's pivotal, isn't it, for what influencers are putting their name to, uh, what projects are doing due diligence on their teams and what they're up to, how that image is going to be uh, transpired out to an audience. Um, Things need to slow down, take time to see the wider picture. And I I hope people learn from it because because, um, it can be a real big downfall for Mm -hmm. a lot of projects if they don't think of these things. With regards to Blur, though, I was going to ask with the volume is a lot of that volume not also to do with airdrops with the airdrops they're doing um and i'm wondering how that um i don't think so no it's not okay no it'd be good if someone clarified that but i'm pretty sure it's not i think we're it's literally uh people uh being motivated by zero royalties and you know and blur being a superior kind of technological platform um, and it's disappointing. I think it is what it is. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, well, two things. Well, good on them for competing with OpenSea, but I do agree with the royalties element. And I think, you, Brian, you hit the nail on the head. What people say and what people do are two different things. And I think maybe we, you almost need to take that choice away from people or incentivize them to do the right thing. So I'm presuming Blur, I haven't used the platform. I, I've been meaning to have a look at it, but I presume they take a fee as well as the royalties. No, fee. No, no, it's zero. No. It, right now it's 0%. So oh, wow. yeah, you should, you, you, you should try it. It's, I, I like it a as a platform. It, it's on my to-do list, but I was thinking maybe they should look at people who choose to pay royalties to incentivize them in maybe a future airdrop or well, a future. That's exactly what they're doing though. That's, that's what they're doing. They? And the problem yeah, yeah. is that it's not enough. Wow. Yeah, so I'm well out of the loop. I'm looking and like I got egg on Barney, my face. you've been you've out of, you've been out of the industry for a week. Come on. The- <laughs> Oof, I know. Uh, to be fair, I've been popping in and out. I, I, it's so <laughs> Just kidding. To keep up. No, no, no. But you're right. And I, I'll go and get educated. But it, it's it's that's even more worrying to see that they are doing that and people aren't doing anything. I know. About it. It's really it, sad. It is sad. Thanks, Barney. I mean, no you know, worries. we we need. And I, you know, I've been chatting a lot with Pac-Man. Um, you know, founder of Blur over DMs, and and I I believe they're really trying to do the right thing here, but there isn't enough tokenomic incentive around the Blur token. It, it's just not useful, right? So why have it? Um, so I'm gonna go to Clemente. Hello. Oh, we skipped Drew, yeah, but I, we'll walk back. Yeah. Yeah, we can go. I'll, I'll go to Drew right after. So I just want to quickly add add my thoughts as far as as like a, a trader's point of view. I think part of, of my takeaway from, from this blur experiment and, and seeing this marketplace shift is the fact that we, we didn't realize possibly how many traders in this place actually exist versus collectors. Right. And I think it's important to make that decision or to make that uh, compare the two and basically say like, Hey, when someone's buying into a project, are they doing it to support an artist? Are they doing it to collect an item or are they doing it to speculate on it? And I think the majority of the space right now is based off of speculation given the market that we're in. And also given the fact that we are in a market where 
I think the majority of us have lost money over the last five to six months. It doesn't make as much sense to pay a royalty to something that you're losing money on versus something that you're profiting off of. Like everyone was back in January, they're having yeah. to pay a royalty. It's easier to be stingy if you're losing money, right? Again, human behavior, we're in action. Like we're, we are seeing what humans do, right? Uh, whether we want them to or not, right? So not shaming, just observing. Uh, I just wish it was different. Um, so uh, was it Drew that was Drew. next? Yeah, yeah that's true. Drew. Drew, welcome back. Thank you, buddy. Excited to come on and talk about the Knights uh, League Dow acquisition. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, hey, we have the founder, everybody, yep. of one of the news items. So yep, yep. I'll, give you, I'll, give, I'll give you a short 30-second uh, thing where you, so that way it's not shilling. Go. Yeah, I've also, first of all, thanks, Lucky Trader, for uh, including us in the news. I think it's a really, it's a big deal. I think there's a couple things that really everyone should kind of cover. One, if you don't know it about Knights, Knights is one of the leading or the leading sports PFP community. Most sales on OpenSea were, you know, fantasy platform and doing some really exciting stuff. Um, but what's really exciting about the League Dow acquisition is this is, A, one of the first, Ryan, maybe correct me if you know of any, that is like a true, natural Web3 native acquisition. So company to company, DAO, a company, a DAO acquiring a DAO, equity acquiring equity. I think that's a major breakthrough for the space. I hope that we're pioneers and see a lot more of that coming. The other major thing that I think is really exciting about this, which is why we were so pumped to do this, was that fantasy sports is probably the most natural utility that I've seen for a token. Because if you if you guys have played fantasy sports before, you know, you give your money to a friend, you lay hold it for six months, then they pay out the winner and that's the end of the season that's what happens but nowadays like because the the the, the team at league dow is really you know og barnbridge guys super smart in the DeFi space i think actually a couple of the founders might be in the audience if you want to bring them up but they um they have built in DeFi to the foundation of the platform. So now that's six months where the token is where you'll have to use DGEN token to participate in our leagues and to play in our fantasy games. That is going to be locked up earning interest, which generates really interesting concepts. Two, one is that we get to like earn revenue to the protocol without charging our customers just for their natural behavior of, of participating in a fantasy league while earning about a 10% APR for providing liquidity pools. Second right. Thing, so, second so like, let, let me interrupt real quick. So yeah. I think what you're pointing out is, is that if you have a whole ecosystem, whether it's, you know, in fantasy sports or any other kind of uh, playing system, you can actually introduce, you know, real tokenomics that makes sense. That's um, but Drew, yeah, but Drew exactly. I, I do I have to cut you off because I don't want it to seem like we're uh, kind of, you know, educating oh, everybody yeah, on, on, yeah, on the no, project just, too much. I'm just more talking theoretically now about like the, the concepts because I think it's, in, I think the real thing that I want to just get across here, forget, you know, Knights of Degen or not, I think the real two things here are that A, um, a big acquisition, a really exciting acquisition happened. Two, you're going to see now that like, fan, like some of these products that have true native utility like most professional sports you have people that play you have people that watch and then the biggest driver now of adoption and on utility in, in in real sports is fantasy and betting now in the esports and play to earn space i expect that to be the same like zed run footium soccer a lot of these like vba basketball they're gonna have people that play they're gonna have people that watch but there are also going to be another layer of engagement and fandom around metaverse sports which yeah is that's what i'm excited better. about me too, you know, me too. I, i'm excited about the, and this is the promise of web3 like we can actually participate in in what used to be just games um uh as owners now and there's 
financial incentives. Like it's all very exciting. Yeah. True. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Thanks, buddy. And, and if you, and if you want to call, there are a couple other founders of actually leagued out the company that was acquired. So if you want to talk to them about their perspective on the acquisition, they're actually in the room right now. Cool. Thanks. Drew. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, another hand mech. Who's next? Uh, it's Emily Love. Emily loves crypto. What's happening? Welcome back. Hey, GM. How's it going? Yeah, good. I'm doing um, good. Earlier, you were asking about if we think Polygon is going to fall over. That was a question. And I realized yeah. I don't technically understand how Polygon scales. So okay. tell us if you understand. Yeah, I'll try to give you a, a little briefing here. Um, Thank you. Polygon is very unique in the ecosphere because it is both an L2 and a sidechain. Um, and an L2 basically acts as a scaling solution to make the main chain um, or the L0 more efficient. Um, but a sidechain is meant to be um, easily operated with the main chain, but have its own security solutions as well. So Polygon um, is all of these things um, because they're working on so many different versions of scaling solutions. Uh, they're very likely not going to fall over. They're a pretty robust and stable network in general. Uh, like I'm personally super bullish on Polygon. This is awesome. Uh, let, let me interrupt really yeah. quick. Um, uh, sadly, uh, the voice of DeFi, we rotate off stage. We love you. Sorry, but we're trying to give a lot of space. So I'm going to do nerd alert. This feels like a nerd alert to me. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a nerd alert noise. Uh, <laughs> nerd alert, everybody. Uh, so Emily is providing the nerd alert. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then you were asking about, you know, if we think Blur is really uh, going to incentivize users in the long term or take down OpenSea. Um, and I am still a strong believer that these uh, kind of centralized sources for facilitating trades or trying to incentivize things like royalties are not going to to last, I think that the as soon as we figure out how to incorporate royalties into the contract itself, um, the traditional function of an exchange is going to go away and turn into something more like a brokerage with brokerage fees. And so that let me ask is, you, let, let yeah. me ask you about that if you don't mind. Sure. So um, I think a lot of folks in the audience um, probably don't understand why we can't enforce royalties on chain. Um, do you have the technical expertise to talk about that? <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so you could enforce royalties on chain, but the problem um, is that the common NFT contracts, which are ERC-1155 and ERC-721, do not have royalties written into them. And that's the problem. If they're a part of the smart contract and a part of the transaction, then it works. If they're not a part of the smart contract, then it's not enforceable. And this is kind of a key tenant that a lot of people rally behind in web three but forget about conveniently um when it comes to these types of situations so it's it's not that it's entirely unenforceable it's that the current nft contract types that we use do not enforce them got it and you know then i'd like one more comment from you and this is great emily thank you um yeah, of course. do you think What's your opinion about the industry moving to a standard that that does support uh, royalties in contracts? And tell us a little bit about your thoughts on that. And actually, we we might be able to transition to that as a topic. But what do you think? 
Yeah, um, I think it's definitely coming. One of my friends um, is really into the punks contract because the punks contract actually has a marketplace mechanism built into it. And that is a game changer um, as far as NFTs go. Um, and that was written, you know, before we had the, the big powerhouses like OpenSea out there. And I think that that is going to find a new form that's commonly accepted. Um, the problem is that these large NFT marketplaces have to then um, adapt to support this functionality. And there's a lot of conflict put in place because their intention is to support the royalties off chain. Um, but off chain marketplaces in general bring a lot of um, a, a lot of risk to traders. Uh, and you see that when you go and sign the transaction that says I'm going to give OpenSea or Marketplace access to all of my tokens so that they're able to trade on my behalf. You have to grant them access to your entire collection. And that is an exploitable risk. Got it. Thank you. Uh, please come back. I, I really appreciate your technical analysis. Um, so you're welcome back on stage anytime. You um, bet. Thanks. Thank all right. You. Let's keep the conversation going. Um, just also seeing a lot of friends that have popped on stage. Um, Elon Musk is here. Oh, wait, almost. Oh, we got bored Elon here. Welcome, buddy. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you being here. Uh, let's go to next hands. We'll try to honor the hands. Uh, Mech, who is next? Um, it's going to be fun on Ryan. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text you the next few people because I'm going to have my appointment now. Sounds good. Have fun. Stay safe. Hey, GM, everyone. TGIF. Um, TGIF. All the daily dosers. Um, just a real quick comment um, uh, on the news about um, the super rare pass and Instagram. Um, so I think it's really interesting because um, I think we're going to see more of a um, separate market for art. I think art NFTs are kind of moving into their own space and um, Interesting. Kind of playing by their own rules, because I mean, like you also in the news, um, you know, there was the mention that Squiggles' floor has like kind of increased as well. So um, I'm seeing that uh, the art play people are obviously just looking at it um, as a pure collection play, right? At the high yeah. end market. That's an interesting but point. Uh, right. Let me just let me cut in for yeah. a second, really quick. I, that is an interesting thing about because if you use Blur um, just as a as a user, it feels absolutely not about art, right? Um, you know, uh, it's all about trading. It's a power tool. Um, and then if you if if you go to, for instance, the QQL marketplace, it's completely different, right? And I, that's an uh, that's an interesting observation, and I I feel like that would make a lot of sense because uh, seeing these verticalized uh, solutions that are really all about uh, this NFTs specifically in that market makes a lot of sense. Um, final round, I'm going to keep going just because we have a lot of hands. Uh, uh, Clemente, did you keep track of who's next? If not, I'll, I'll I did wing not. It. Okay, I'm going to wing it. Uh, I'm going to go to it's, Lucky. It's Mick. <laughs> Mick, thanks. Go go to your go to your doctor's office. Come on. All right, let's go. Thanks, Mick. Yo. You're great. Thanks. Welcome, Mick. <laughs> look uh what's being spoken about there is spot on and i think that's the key right we're a new market uh and there's so many horizontals here we've got art people we've got traders um and i think one thing we're not considering is nfts as products versus services 
So, you know, in, in art, as products, it makes more sense. But most of these collections, most of these projects are looking to take royalties on NFTs when they should be providing something that's more tangible as a service and they're not. Interesting. Um, our gobblers themselves stated that they're a closed ecosystem that wasn't interested in profits for the team. They just wanted to set something and sort of forget it and see how the experiment goes. So it makes sense that there wouldn't be, you know, a, a focus on royalties there. Um, I think there's a lot to unpack that we haven't yet. Um, so this conversation, I think, is good. Thanks, Mick. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. It'll be fascinating to see how the marketplace um, battles essentially uh, play out. Um, all right, I'm going to go to Lucky Trader and then uh, Chris Garner. I, I was going to pull us back to the art blocks topic and the friendship bracelets. So first anyone, anyone in the audience here are listening. If you owned any art blocks, NFTs prior to October 26th, you are eligible for the free mint and you can actually mint two of the bracelets for free. So definitely go, go do that. If, if you held the, held the NFTs in your wallet, early sentiment, commu community reaction to these things. People really seem to like the art quite a bit. Uh, it's from the artist Alexis Andre, who's has four or five different art blocks projects along with Snowfro. Interestingly enough, some market action, people are starting to rotate back to Alexis's Andre, Alexis Andre's previous projects. Oh, several have been, several have been moving. So OB Sarah is up 277% in the last day. Boyd is up 40%. Departed is up 39%. And then Alexis's, uh, original curated project 720 minutes is up 15 percent. so some interesting market data and rotation happening. thank you yeah appreciate it and number one thanks for letting everybody know they could mint that um uh don't miss out y'all if that's you and thanks for the extra data lucky trade appreciate it um let's go to chris garner and then uh rusty hey guys gm 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 so I just wanted to expand a little on what Emily explained it really good about the base and but wanted to explain like how uh, the how we can like why we don't have to worry about gas fees going up on on, on Polygon. So go for it. Uh, I, want, I want to understand. Yeah. So so pretty much um, like Emily explained it like there are side chains like you could think like are on the like on the same base. But uh, Polygon, Agnosis Chain, they market themselves as friendly for Ethereum community. So pretty much they create bridge and try to, to build uh, uh, really on top of Ethereum. So that's the reason why that sometimes people confuse them with layer twos. And what's pretty cool is like how the gas fees mechanism work on Ethereum and the, the, the forks or, or the side chains that use the Ethereum virtual machine is that pretty much uh, like a, like an option. You make a transaction and then you say how much you want to pay and the pay and, and the price is set up on gas. Uh, on that, that's the G way and, and random stuff that you see. So that's not even price on USD, it's price actually on, on gas. So the price of the asset, either Matic, Avalanche, is not regard, it doesn't really affect like, um, the, 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 the transactions the, yeah exactly got it what so it's, it's is, completely separate yeah. yep yeah what affects it is like how much people is using it so if everyone is paying like ten dollars then and you want your transaction faster you need to pay like 11 and then it goes like start going up and that's 
what could happen to Polygon happen to other networks sometimes, like everyone wants to use it. Um, but there's a solution because it, it, it's working like Ethereum. You can say you could add Arbitrum, Optimism, CK so all these layer two solutions that work on Ethereum are going to work on 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 a Polygon. So awesome. at some point you will have like everything. So this is like fairly technical, but in reality, the idea is that user doesn't even care what network or what is connecting. It's like automatic. It's all interchangeable. It's all, uh, yeah. it all works uh, with each other. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate adding more technical knowledge. Uh, I'm always interested in speakers who are going to add more technical analysis or facts to the conversation and help us all learn. Uh, so thanks for that. Um, uh, like I said, we'll go to Rusty and then we'll go to Borb. Uh, Rusty, welcome. Hey, GM Ryan. How are you? Doing good. Thanks. And uh, I know Mech's the doctor, and, and Mech and I have never spoken, but I just wanted to call her out because I actually have, every time I see her in a space, I always join. She's awesome. Um, so I 100% agree. Appreciate her. <laughs> um, lucky Trader, I just wanted to touch base, uh, you know, follow up on the uh, the friendship bracelets. So I, I was looking at those, and I said, you know, I got a few for, for having art blocks, but I see it as two, you know, two things you can do with that. One's selfish and one's selfless. The selfish one is you know, there, you can, it's always good to have a piece of art blocks. If you're, if you don't have any exposure, you know, I don't think that they're going to go on a run or anything financially, but just having a piece of it is, is nice. And so um, you can't go wrong, but one thing you can do on the selfish side is you can use that, which is a low um, entry point to kind of qualify for some of those sweeps that blur saying for their airdrop. And so I see it as, Hey, if I, buy a bunch of these um they're things i like but at least i can qualify for the you know the three airdrop uh for for uh three sweeps for token airdrop too um so so you're you, you're that. actually you're just a trader you don't give you don't care about art is that what you're saying no no I, I just, <laughs> just kidding what, <laughs> which is the funny <laughs> thing it's like i'm happy to have them but i also can kind of use it for that purpose the selfless side of it i'm seeing it as you know they, as like Trader said, there's a mechanic where you can actually mint them to a friend. The idea is once for you, once for a friend. And so I've already given one to a friend. I'm thinking about giving some other ones. And I see it as a way to kind of onboard some friends that might have, you know, NFTs and some of the more like, centralized. Like I have friends that have Topshot, but they don't have anything on, you know, mainnet Ethereum. And so for me, I can give them something that didn't cost a ton or got, got to me to free. And now they have an NFT from a reputable collection, you know, from a reputable person that they can start playing around in Ethereum for the first time. So really excited about that. You're a nice person. We need more people like you around. So <laughs> sometimes <laughs> thanks Rusty. Uh, yep. appreciate it. Uh, let's go to board. Hello. Welcome. Hey Ryan. Thank you. Good morning. Um, wanted to touch back on something Emily said about differentiation in, in marketplaces and just some things I've observed. And I think the biggest piece when with, with new marketplaces that have emerged and even the existing ones we know is, um, they're thinking too much about traders as their customer and acting like trading platforms versus being like a retail experience. So when I when I think about why people go shop, um, you know, at a physical store, an online store, it basically comes down to three reasons. One is you like the store experience. It's, you know, good customer service. It's cool. It's got a vibe, whatever it is. Second is the price is cheaper. You'll go to a store because you can get this product cheaper. And then the third is they have products that other stores don't have. So why do people use eBay? It's because there's stuff on there that you just can't get at the store because it's basically sold out. And so like, these are all reasons why the customer wants to go to a store, but it seems like the marketplaces are trying to incentivize um, on you know things traders would like, which is royalties and fees and all these things. And that's just a very tiny 
group of people relative to what they're pitching to their investors, I'm sure, which is that we're going to onboard hundreds of millions of people uh, into this into this retail experience. Like when you look at Blur, even when you look at OpenSea, um, that doesn't look like a store. So I think they just have a little bit of, of an identity crisis of what they want to be. Yes. I think they're starting to figure it out. Um, but until they, they change that and start like actually focusing on the products, why the products are cool, you know, why people should buy them, highlighting them in ways that, you know, make them more appealing. Um, I don't think much is going to change and I don't think we're going to bring more people into the space. Amen. Gosh, good, good observation. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, and that is actually similar. Um, I think Mick might've said that, um, or another speaker saying, Hey, you know, there's going to be different marketplaces for experiences. Like, yeah, why would you, you know, there's, there's a big reason why you shop in this store versus that store. And presuming that it, everybody wants a Bloomberg terminal, you know, experience is strange. So I appreciate you, you pointing that out. Um, it's, it's probably just a result of the space being so small, you know, that, that we just don't have a wide enough selection of humans, you know, that want different experiences and, and would, you know, pay accordingly. Um, so, uh, board, thanks for bringing that, uh, that up. Um, just want to uh, encourage everyone to actually check out uh, the board box that that uh, board Elon does. It's not I didn't get paid to say that. I think it's a cool product and an interesting idea. Um, so uh, feel free to do that. All right, let's go. Uh, we're 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 getting closer to the end of the show. This has been a fun discussion. I like how it's been a little bit um, like ping pong going between the different news items, but it was kind of fun and different. Uh, let's go to Clemente and then uh, um, uh, Crypto Kaiju. Yeah, real, real quick. I, it was interesting hearing um, board board talk about that. I haven't really thought about it in that way as far as the, the identity crisis. But what I think about the the identity crisis, I think it's more about companies trying to pivot because they're not making the money or the revenue that they expected, and that's what's causing the identity crisis. Is they have an idea on or a customer base that they thought they could target, and because we're so, we have such a small user base, and there's not a lot of money in that current customer base, like these kind of customer-esque uh, user, um, they're trying to pivot and they're going, okay, where's the money at? And the money is in trading right now, right? And it's why we're seeing Blur have so much success right now and why people are trying to kind of pivot to that and why I think a lot of NFT projects have come out that are trying to reward and be around this trading and game theory and gambling like uh, that are being rewarded. So I think that's, mm. that's partially the theory, um, but that's also at the same time not not necessarily going to onboard new people, right? I don't yep. consider anyone that's new to NFTs is not going to go on Blur. They're going to go on OpenSea, right? And and I think the ones that possibly try to have enough funding and have enough runway to kind of take that long term approach and go towards this onboarding and retail like user and storefront that board Elon was talking about, I think will have success in the long run if they can hold out and. Uh, have enough money to do that in the in the long haul yeah interesting point I, ironically the the uh the rush towards money is is ironically a, a rush towards no money because that's where the attention is and you know i say this over and over again we're an attention war here and blur is grabbing everyone's attention because you can you know skate around royalties and the ui is really fast uh and it's got a lot of powerful features so so all, a lot of the vc funded companies are are, are moving to where the attention is because they can afford not to have revenue, uh, you know, uh, during this period of time. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Crypto Kaiju in a second, but um, Clemente, if you could go ahead and grab those two winners, please, of the Mintify uh, PFP allow list spots, yeah, please. Yeah, I, I then... just DM them to you. 
Okay, perfect. I will check. So we're going to get you all up on stage. We'll take take a couple minutes to say hi and congratulate you. So we'll do that probably in, you know, uh, like four minutes, four or five minutes. So get ready for that. Um, I uh, Let's go to Crypto Kaiju. Uh, and then I actually want to uh, transition to our poppin' project for the day. Uh, Krypton, Crypto Kaiju, go ahead. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me on up. I just wanted to quickly comment on the Blur stuff and the royalties. And one thing I would like to see on that platform is is if they show, um, if they make it more obvious and clear what listings are are um, applying the royalty and, and which aren't. Because um, like when I look back at, at like the when Gem, before Blur was kind of public and I, and I was using Gem more, what I noticed is that um, people were like avoiding the pseudo swap option and just sticking to to the stuff that were royalty based. Mm-hmm. I guess part of it was because people were scared of using pseudo. It was like you had right. to actually come off the platform to buy um, and they weren't used to it. But uh, I wonder if people actually, how much people would still try to honor the royalty when it's more clear um when they buy uh yeah just like in the ui yeah it's not it's not clear it'd be great to see like it highlighted um and uh next time i talk to the blur team uh, i'll suggest that that's a great idea love that thanks crypto kaiju appreciate it um so i want to transition to our poppin project Uh, apologies gene and emily for not getting to your hand but i want to keep the show moving um so Every day I try to uh, go over a pop-in projects and a pop-in projects since uh, DeFi, uh, Voice of DeFi is on stage. Uh, that's my little sound clip for you all. Um, the pop-in project is something that I'm looking at and, I, and I'm going to explain what it is and why I think it's interesting. So today's pop-in project is Zeneca's PFP. So uh, many of you, I'm sure, are fans of Zeneca and Zen Academy. Um, I, I have a lot of respect for Roy and what he's built. He has uh, deep integrity, very kind, like the kind of person we love having in Web3. Um, and so uh, last night uh, I was on the on a Zoom with him chit-chatting and, and, uh, and I said, tell me more about this, what's happening? And uh, he didn't tell me any secret things that you all don't know, but I want to point out, you know, why I'm bullish on this. So number one, it's the team, um, you know, Roy and the team, I know Emily's up uh, oh, here. She is Emily. Let's get her up here. She's on the team, um, and it's a really solid team that deeply understands uh, NFTs, right? And I feel like if there's going to be a team that builds a good community uh, with with you know healthy tokenomics, good incentives, it's got to be Roy and Zen Academy and and Zeneca. So I, I'm bullish on that. Um, Emily here helps run a community over there. Hello, nice to see you. Good morning. Hello. You made it. I did. You're awake. I know. I'm on the West Coast, so it's always such a struggle to like get out of bed and, <laughs> and show up to this. But today was. I've no. I've no. I have no empathy for you. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> I'm just not a just morning. Right. I know. I, now I. Now I will. Now I have a reason. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. All right. So so the team's strong. Um, I've met them in person. I've vetted them. You know. Uh, I, I feel I could bet on them big time. Um, and then the tokenomics are kind of interesting. Uh, you essentially uh, will be able to burn um, your current 1155s to unlock these chests. And those chests um, will have PFPs in them. And it, to me, and this is not financial advice, but it feels like it's time, uh, especially uh, to grab um, the Zen Academy um, 
Oh, why am I blanking on the name? Emily, what's not 333? What's what's the other pass called? It's called the uh, Zag token. So it's the Zen Academy Genesis token. Yep. So the Zen Academy Genesis token, uh, I couldn't remember the G stand for the Zag token. It feels underpriced to me. I mean, it's 0.375. Uh, and, and I think it's a burn one for one. Is that right, Emily? Putting you on the spot. Yes. No, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I know. I, I came up and complained about coming, getting up early. It's a great, great look. Um, no, yeah. So you burn one Zen Academy Genesis token for um, the chest, which then the, the whole thing was trying to move our 1155s to um, 721s. That yep. was the biggest thing we wanted to do because we didn't want to add more NFTs to the um, to the space. And so it's one to one at this point. I love it. Yeah. But but you know they're only 0.375 on the floor. The three 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 pass is nine point seven five, and I believe you get uh, three chests for each uh, three 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 token. So if you're kind of doing the math, I mean it just feels like the the Zach token is is underpriced to me. Um, so I'm thinking about um, you know grabbing some of those because it feels like a, a good bet. Again, not financial advice, but that it feels like a good play to me. Um, and I really can't wait to see what the team does with the PFP. Uh, so excited about that. So that is the Poppin project for the day. I um, wanted to give you some of my uh, thought and analysis on it. Um, so it is time to announce our winners of the Mintify allow list uh, for their PFP project. It's uh, minting in December. It's a free mint. Um, and uh, and hilariously, one of the winners is on stage. So Crypto Kaiju, good job. You got one of those spots. Why don't you come off mute and tell us... Uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna t- get a flight to uh, Hawaii and celebrate. I've already, yeah, I already got the. T- I'm already, I'm already booking the tickets. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, Have great, fun, guys. Thank, thanks a lot. Um, no problem. Yeah, really Congrats. Excited. And we didn't pick you because you were on stage. So like that, that was one of those hilarious um, uh, chances. So congrats, appreciate that. Uh, please uh, uh, DM Mintify, um, and they'll tell you how to do that. And then the second winner is. Uh, at Steven Sus 13. So at Steven Sus 13, come on up on stage uh, and we will uh, cheer for you and say congrats. You won the other allow the spot for uh, Mintify's uh, PFP, um, which is minting in December. It's free. Um, so Steven uh, Sus 13, feel free to, to request and we'll get you up here. Um, so got four more minutes to chit chat. Uh, probably have time for a couple quick hands um, to close out the show, and then I'm going to post the link uh, for the PO app. Uh, Gene, I see you. Hey, yeah, I wanted to talk real quick. There's this concept in economics about stated versus revealed preference. So, you know, if I say, hey, you know, I love listening to Katy Perry, but at the end of the year, you know, Do my you? Apple... <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't dislike it. I, like I think she's fun. great. Let's yeah, just put great. it out there. I, yeah, she's great. Honestly, I met her. She, she came to my school once. She, she was great. Um, we met. Okay. And so, wait, what? You know, okay. Say, Sorry. Carry on. Oh yeah. So, so if I love, um, you know, if I say that I love listening to Katy Perry, but my Spotify Wrapped and my Apple Music says my top most listened artists are like Drake and you know Forty Two Doug, you know Lil Wayne, whatever, and Katy Perry's way at the bottom, then that's my revealed preference. And people's stated preferences are often different from the revealed preferences, and I think that's what we're seeing going on with Blur. Um, you know, with, with royalties, right? People might say all day long, hey, I love paying royalties, but then they, you know, price, you know, their, their, their actions, the data dictates everything. And I, I want to do that. a quick, quick shout out. I, I saw you in Vegas. You had the, you had the, Jordan, you had the Jordans on. So I do know you're a big uh, Bulls fan. And I see Scotty Pippen in the audience. 
love to see people in Web3. I have two funny Scotty Pippen stories, which I won't share. They're not like crazy or anything. They're just, <laughs> uh, I don't want to monopolize the time. But uh, great to see, you know, athletes checking out Web3. Love it. Awesome. I totally, uh, I, I absolutely agree. It's more fun. It's fun to see uh, one of my, you know, sports heroes in the, in the space. So uh, Steven Sus13 is here on stage. Congratulations. Are you going to um, take a trip to Pueblo, Colorado? No, I wish, bro. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I'm so nervous okay. and I never been in a way before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you you did it. Congrats. Um I've I've seen you in our spaces uh I feel like since the beginning. So yeah. thanks for supporting I this community. You. It's good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, well, congrats. Okay. Well, so good to have you here. Uh glad you won. Uh please DM the Mintify team and they'll sort you out with your allow this spot. Um I appreciate you joining yeah. and cute uh Moonbird, by the way. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. No okay. Yay. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's close out the show um, and uh, we'll play a little music. Um, thankfully, the voice of DeFi is back. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good. <laughs> Thanks for coming back up. I appreciate it. Um, closing kind of thoughts and then we'll kick it off uh, with some tunes. Um, I, I really appreciate you all being here. Um, so many of you have been you know, on this ride with me for years and and then a lot of new friends have been really supporting me um you know over the last uh, year and uh so many of you are in this audience and i appreciate every single one of you every single dm is just a, a treat and i, I want to thank you for that um so please please keep coming uh to the show please keep participating in this ride with us um i'm really excited uh, about what we're building what we're gonna we're gonna launch um next year so thank you for doing that i want to thank my co-hosts, um, Clemente and Mech. Mech had to go to a doctor's appointment. That's important, so appreciate her uh, so much. I want to thank our amazing sponsors, Lucky Trader and Mintify, for supporting the show and helping make this whole thing happen. And and not only that, but bringing value, um, reading news, reading market updates, You know, helping everybody stay uh, educated. And I want to thank all my speakers for dropping knowledge and spending time with us. Um, so with that, we're going to close the show. Uh, and, and we'll see you on Monday, but we're going to play a couple music, a couple musics of minutes and, uh, and then I'm going to post the link to, to grab your PO app. Thanks everybody. Have an absolutely lovely Friday. We'll see you next week.
little public service announcement, everybody. The uh, link is live. I hope you were in the snapshot. Um, we will have some technical problems, uh, but I think the the pop drop is going smooth today. Uh, make sure to uh, uh, get in touch with uh, Rev G and uh, us if you have problems. But good luck. I hope you all got it. Uh, we'll play a couple more minutes of of tunes or about a minute, and then we'll see you on Monday. Let's do it. Love it. Thanks to Voice DeFi. You're great. Uh, thanks, everybody, for having a fabulous show. We'll see you next uh, week. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. See you next time. Bye-bye. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs>